Hello, and welcome to episode 193 of the Curtis and Tara Show. My name is Curtis, and I'm Tara. Tara's not here right now, but she was there for the show that we recorded earlier with Mike White. This is part two, continued from episode 192. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch with Mike White with some uh, crazy audio setups, but um, I guess now we've learned our lesson, and next time we have more than one person to uh, do a show with, we uh, we know what to do. Uh, this time we did not, so it sounds the way it does. But there's presents, so that's cool. Um, anyway, here's uh, some presents from Mike White and a bunch of other crazy crap. All right. We are back with a little more Curtis and Tara show. Somewhat uh, um, of a sequel to Dear Internets, a podcast that you kind of can't find anymore, I don't think. And that's a prequel to the Curtis and Tara show? Yep. Uh, no, uh, not that long ago. Uh, I think we have a few new Curtis and Tara show fans uh, because of that show uh, when William... Went, I don't even know where that was, but he went to a Disney studio of some kind. He was telling people about uh, Deer Internets and, and yeah, uh, me and Mike and stuff like that. And he was like, oh my God, he's like, people really want to, or he had, must have had some or something. Like he played that for them, whatever it was. And he was like, people want more. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we haven't, uh, I don't know. I don't run that anymore. I don't have all the files. Like, I, probably have most of them somewhere i don't actually I, i'm probably i guarantee i do really but i'm not re-uploading them all <laughs> right now uh, i still haven't finished re-uploading all of the curtis and terror show <laughs> files uh but i was like yeah just go listen to the curtis and terror show mike pops up on there all the time uh and he was just like yeah they want it but i went and looked and i was like well i think it's still out i think you can still just go to itunes and listen to them but i feel like i, I don't think i could find them anymore they finally no i thought like the service that yeah, for like uploading the podcast mm-hmm. that would distribute to iTunes went under or changed companies or something. Yeah, yeah, because well, it was the same one where we uploaded uh, the Curse and Tariff show, and that's why we moved that one too because they started being weirdos and I don't know, rich people who don't have time for poor people who want to make podcasts. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess the dear internet's that we used to say, go find it. Yeah, send us a big pile of money, and then I'll I'll find all the episodes I can and re-upload them. I'll do anything for a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I've been working forgetting. for Mike half of my life <laughs> for what I, what I think is a lot of money. And most people would, would scoff at it. Or if you have something that you want, like a bunch of animators and artists and like maybe people to like do or publicize, you can do that here. Even easier for us than the other things, like producing things. <laughs> Don't. Don't ask us to produce a movie. Eh, maybe ask us to produce a movie. I don't know. I don't know what we're capable. Honestly, I don't know what we're capable. You don't have a jet ski. You can't I, produce. I don't have a jet ski. I can't. I don't know. You could get a jet. But with a jet ski, with we money, people with jet skis. we have access to water, and we can steal jet skis for sure. There's no one need one in your office though. Oh. Yeah. To be a producer, just a rev. It's not really big enough. That's what we, we could build a separate. Need a bigger office to be a producer. We're gonna build a separate. Yeah, and we'll put uh, a special jet ski paddock in there with, with just enough water for the jet ski. Paddock. 
and we can just, I don't know if the word paddock applies, I think it doesn't, but I like it. Uh, but just a little pool basically within indoors, uh, but you know, maybe an open window you area. You those long ones that the water keeps churning and you're just like, yeah, basically that. Because I can't bring every client down to the river to rev my jet ski. I have to do it in the middle of the meeting when I go, oh, I didn't make a good enough point. <laughs> oh, sorry. I only sorry. use jet skis to like, take months off when like, it's high production, time. production time. No, you need them to do both. You have to make your point, and then you ride out on your jet ski. There's a lot of things you can do on a jet ski. You put one on each foot. I think, like, one of the No, no, that's a transition. If you want to transition next, oh, yeah, you, no, you spray the camera, uh, and then the, the waves wave. shoot up at the. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Like insert jet ski transition. Yeah. It has a, it's it's a powerful machine in so many ways, engine wise. See if you want to produce a television show. Talk about oh my god, Mike, I, I have gifts. Mike has a gifts. whole list, and he had one of the things on his list that he's made mm. is gifts. Yes. Ooh. So I'm passing over one, which may get passed over to Tara. Okay, this is I have a gift for Tara. For Curtis. Oh, nice. Uh, Mike went. <laughs> Mike and I spend uh, a good chunk of time talking about Kevin Smith, and when we first started listening to podcasts, we listened to Kevin Smith's podcast, and I said, "Mike, that podcast is dumb. They just sit and talk about poker, and I hate that." And Mike said, no, they talk about so much more. And I said, I don't believe you. And about two weeks later, I finally listened to it. And I was like, oh, you're right. They did only talk about poker for about nine <laughs> seconds. Uh, and then it was a fun podcast. Then Mike physically went, since he lives in San Francisco, to Hollywood. So they signed this? Uh, just Ralph. And so I originally bought the t-shirt for me. That's why it's an extra large. <laughs> why? Because you're extra large. Yeah. Crazy. I put on... 40 pounds since moving to the States. America has given Mike 40 pounds. Chocolate bars are so much bigger there. It's crazy. I've seen it. I've been to America for a minute. You get booze at the corner store. Those pack on the calories. (laughs) It's it's not good for your head. So Mike called me one day. We get home. Is this like this was New Year's? Yeah. Uh, Tara and I get home, and there's a message on the machine of Mike going, Hey, it's me. I'm in Hollywood. I'm just about to go see Kevin Smith and uh, Ralph Garman at the Hollywood Babylon show. Anyway, I'm in Hollywood. Just thought I'd tell you, like, what is happening? What is happening? It's just so much noise. You can barely make out what's going on. I think Shin Young is in the bath- background saying, like, you know, whatever. Mike, this is our night. Stop bringing Curtis into everything. I hate you. And, and whatever. And then he, uh, I think he called back again. It's like, okay, like, go. Just go have fun or whatever. No, I think it was just the machine. Uh, and yes, now Mike shows up with an autographed shirt from the Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to see an episode of Hollywood Babylon. Remembered that, like, I thought we had talked about the show since, and you said that you really like Ralph. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I met Ralph, blah. <laughs> <laughs> same name as my dad. Uh, I, another you know, I asked him to sign it, and then that became your shirt after he signed it. Awesome. I did meet Kevin Smith, but he wasn't, like, at the booth kind of signing. He was kind of on his way out. And that's uh, where I got the photos with him. Busy, busy people. Busy but, uh, people. but, yeah, maybe you can, I don't know, Tara can use that as a nightgown. And this one is long overdue. It's been part of the Curtis and Tara um, family for a while. Oh, but. my God. <laughs> <laughs> the photo. Mike sent me a uh, JPEG of this, and I didn't even 
I don't know why. I just never thought there was even a real version. Uh, on on the show, uh, Mike personally uh, guided Ernie Hudson through San Francisco for a hunt or not or wherever they were at the Miami Miami Comic Con, and they became the best of friends for a while. And they went to barbecues and hung out late at night. So so I just gave Curtis a signed. 8 by 10 glossy of Ernie Hudson from the movie. What movie is that? Uh, Congo. Congo. <laughs> it says, uh, what does, does that say, say I'm your great white hunter? It does. It says, <laughs> now, I know hi, Curtis. That's, that's, that's from the, the movie, but <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if Ernie Hudson knew that Curtis was a boy's name. Yeah, hi, Curtis. I'm Ernie Hudson. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Uh, but he signed it, oh, Curtis, God. I'm your great white hunter, Ernie Hudson, good, and in, <laughs> in quotes, in case I didn't know who you were, Ernie Hudson, Winston. <laughs> Winston from Ghostbusters was in Congo. He just wants to reiterate that point. If he had a road, Winston from Ghostbusters was in Congo, I would have, that would have been the best. The gorilla says, uh, Amy, pretty. Amy, pretty. The gorilla talks in Congo. Yeah, in the in the book, it just Amy knows it knows sign language, but in the uh, Amy wants to eat. In the movie, Amy they they put a really uh, yeah, yeah they they, they put a Nintendo Power Glove on its hand that's hooked up to a, a voice generator. So when it does sign, sign languages, language. it translates it and it says it in this adorable little girl voice. Uh, that's also still kind of like the phone lady voice. So it's Amy, but it, it says yeah amy love peter amy Amy, peter go i'm pretty sure it was peter amy love peter Peter. (laughs) yeah and her hands keep moving around and it's also like it's weird too because like i I do as i don't know as uh uh, engineering wise i don't know as as feats of puppetry i love the gorillas in congo i think they're the best as gorillas they're the worst. But as puppets, they're so cool, and I wish I had one of those suits. And, I, and I, it would, you know, it's basically like when that movie came out at that age. Did you see Congo? No, oh, no, Every time I saw a making of, I was in love with that movie because it's like, I had no idea. And I saw a making of, like just a little clip of a, on a special movie, Canadian. I think I watched Congo with that movie. That's my best pal. Yeah. A lot but he, like, of, a lot dies. Of, yeah, he dies way too soon in the movie, which uh, last time we watched it, like, you gotta be kidding me! I was prepared to talk a lot about this, and he's already dead. I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, but he's the great white hunter? Apparently. Yeah, he's their guide that brings them in to go find these diamonds, and then they encounter these crazy, uh, whatever they are, super gorillas. But it's a Michael Crichton book, the guy who wrote Jurassic Park, yeah. so it's like, so I read the book. And I love the idea of the whole thing, and when I watched the movie, and I loved, like, I thought, like, the Stan Winston puppets were, or whatever they are, the suits were super crazy, and just how all the stuff worked. Uh, and then I saw the movie, I'm like, this is my favorite movie. Watched it again. This is not my favorite movie. <laughs> but, I mean, there's, there's like, there's a bunch of people in it that the, I think the, the guy from Nip Tuck is, yeah, is, the, is Peter, is the main guy, and it's like, I've never seen this guy before in my life. We, you know, Tara watched this show, Nip Tuck, and I'm just like, these these people are crazy. Nobody here is good. There's a lot of blood and cutting all the time. This show is hard to watch, but their their lives. Oh, I hate it. It would shove some 
Yeah, like at their. I would always like yeah. look back to this. Honestly, it's not. I was mostly just sucked in by the sun. So like look at it and go. Yeah. Yeah, no. Bruce was, Campbell was in it, according uh, to the Yeah, Wikipedia. Bruce Campbell was in it. He died yeah, right away. Really he was her that. boyfriend that she was going to go look for or something. Or he was the guy who was just all with the diamonds. He, I think he was the guy at the beginning, though. Was at the beginning. Yeah. Out, yeah. And then they went to, she, that's why she went. Because yeah. she was there to look for him. Mm-hmm. He was already dead. He was ripped to pieces. Yeah. But he, turns out she did learn to hate him, though, because he was after the diamonds. And that's how she learned how she could lo- uh, love she Peter. She learned to love. Yeah. Who? The monkey. The uh, who was Andy. she? I think she was. The ape? Was a little, the it ape? wasn't Laura Dern yeah, again. Yeah, well, Amy learned everybody. Amy, Amy learned to be free. Laura. Amy, is, free. Is Amy the doctor? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Amy, yeah. Uh, like, I'm just free. doing monkey sign language. No, Amy, Amy was the monkey. That Amy loved Peter. <laughs> the, uh, this, this ape was painting pictures of the jungle, but also pictures of Amy, these diamonds. Amy. And they were like, oh, we think that's the place. She'll take us there, even though they still just... Like Amy used utensils and plates to... Uh, what? That was what the Nintendo Power Glove was saying the whole time. No. She kept it pretty simple. To Amy, scared. Amy, happy. Amy, sick. But she was painting. Amy, Amy jerking off. No, was... this is just... Sign language hit. Baby rabbit motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> baby rabbit motorcycle. I thought Curtis was doing the action for like painting. Like I'm drawing. Amy, like, I'm painting. holding a holding I'm thing. <laughs> Amy holds. This thing in my hand. <laughs> I'm shaking around. It's, it's not as funny if you can't see it. Yeah. Uh, just saying, robot voice. Anyway, this is the greatest picture ever. I can't wait to put this in a frame and put it on the wall forever. Kurt, signed by you, and then I going to re-sign it. Was, thank I, you. Thank you, Ernie Hudson. And I'm going to put it on the wall. <laughs> You're gonna I'm going to sign it. Thank you. Because <laughs> he's a fan. And then I started giving him orders. It's like, all right, now now I'm going to whip out the recording gear. Oh, man. <laughs> you have to say hi to Curtis now after you sign the picture for him. He's like, really, Mike? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I love, Curtis? The Curtis and Tara Show. Man. It's the best. Love your podcast. Keep on doing what you're doing, okay? Well, it was just the weirdest thing was, yeah, I think we, we recorded a show about this and we talked about it before. Like, it sounded kind of like, you know, your friend was like, oh, geez, Mike, Ugh, I hate to bother you, but we're going to have to spend like all of our time with Ernie Hudson. <laughs> so are you okay with that? It's going to be pretty much a tour, but he's going to always be around us doing whatever we want. That's what it sounded like was going to happen, but then it was yeah. like, there's no time for anything. Hey, Ernie Hudson! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fulfill some promises. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically my trip to Miami. It's like, yeah, it was just like, um, people I was meeting up with there. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, every time Ernie Hudson comes to town, we got to hang out, take him to dinner, and do all this stuff. <laughs> you know? Weird yeah. thing to say. Now, I don't know. Now, every time I see him on a movie now or a TV, but then I just read about the show. show. He pops up. It's just like this is crazy to me now. What is he doing? Still being on the TV? Like he's he's become a real person. He's you know he's, that guy says he loves my show. Yeah, he said my name and then he signed it and then he also put in quotes Winston. That's yeah. So you know who he is. It's too crazy. Those, those not not Reggie crazy. from Basketball Diaries. That's my most memorable. I love doing that. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. You haven't seen Basketball Diaries? No. Is that the one where Leonardo DiCaprio shoots everybody? Mm, no. I think that's The Departed. Spoilers. Uh, 
that's, that's the one, and he's with Marky Wahlberg, and they're really young, just like yeah. punking around New York kind of thing. And then, yeah, I thought there was a school shooting or something, one of the ghosts crazy. Maybe that's Oh, yeah, that was, that was his fantasy. Based on, yes, I saw that scene of, of something, yeah. the making of. <laughs> I knew the making of that was my favorite movie, I loved it. I always wanted to have a giant ape costume that I was working here. So, with yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. it was a... It was a Some other notes I got here. Mike has gifts. Keith Fukujimoto. Uh, Mike just asked about Keith Fukumoto. Uh, for a period of time, I worked at a place where a guy sat next. Well, to no, me you you were saying, and he was Keith the, wanted to work. Work with us or work with me or something like that. Oh, that wasn't even him. Oh no, that was a different guy. It's <laughs> like, oh god, that guy wouldn't work with you for <laughs> the, the other Keith. And you were like Keith Fukujimoto, and then we. Said no, that's a different guy altogether. <laughs> He's just an Asian guy who thought he was you. <laughs> we should give that guy work anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to hire Keith or something. That's mostly where all that came from. Because when I met him, I'm like, "Oh my God, are you related to Mike White?" And he was like, "What? That's racist." I'm like, "You don't even know that I'm talking about we a Chinese person." Here, so. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know what. Yeah, that was me just following Curtis in the studio. I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. My name is uh, Keith. I think, I think basically what it was, he was, uh, he asked about the podcast and was just like, like, what is it? And, you know, just very quickly explained, like, oh, it's me and my friend Mike and Ben. And uh, we just talk about whatever. It's like, well, who's Mike? Who's Ben? Like, what's going on? Like, ah, uh, Mike is... It's on the internet. I don't know. He's just this guy. I went to animation school and whatever. And he's just like... And just everything I said, he's like, I did that. I did that too. I was like, yeah, basically, he's a he's a partly Chinese animator like you, except except he, he was half Japanese, Japanese or something. That's what it was. It was like, yeah, he's the Chinese you, and you're the Japanese him. I guess you're both animators that sit next to me and work uh, in my life, uh, and I talk to and both demand, of you. and demand entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a story, Chris. Yeah, so then he started listening to the show, and it was it was crazy. That was very surreal. Like other people, I've sat next to while they listen to the show, and they've turned around like, you know what you just said? Not a clue. <laughs> I'm not listening to what you're listening to. I'm listening to a completely other show. What do you What do you think I said? And then I have to do another show uh, based on what I apologizing just said. <laughs> or explaining. Like, what did you mean by that? What do you always say that? I'm like, what? Three really? years ago, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it seemed pretty clear based on what you just told me. But anyway, let me do another 20 minutes on subject B. Keith Yeah. But yeah, but when Keith listened to it, like, it was, again, I don't know, it was kind of like how Daryl views the podcast and was like, listening to the show, it was like hearing Mike discover everything like it came in for the first time. Watching Keith listen to the show was like watching Keith discover everything for the first time. It was like, you just said this. Like, yeah. How could you say that? Um, cause I don't know. I open my mouth, things come out. And if you record them, you have them forever. And I didn't, you know, I didn't edit them away. So there Mike you go. doesn't know very much. Yeah. He doesn't get out. So we're, just, we're just saying stuff. You know, I never leave the house, but yet I've explored more and experienced yeah. more than he ever will. Yeah. yeah that was the weird. like, you, John, that's the other thing. I don't know. Keith was crazy because... He, I, again, just like you, or it's just like, oh, tell me about the world. You're the one who's been around the world, Mike. You tell me about <laughs> it. 
You don't like, stop asking my opinion based on what I've seen on TV. And Fukumoto was the same thing. Like, oh my god, you're so crazy because you're scared of everything. But tell me about things. But then he's like, yeah. So anyway, I'm going skydiving. Like, what? Why? Here's another thing. I like to go jumping dirt bikes and whatever, cutting myself. Like, stop being so dangerous. Why is everybody so dangerous? I'm sure he doesn't cut himself. I'm sure he accidentally cuts himself though. He uses. Those gas-powered remote control helicopters and airplanes. Those are dangerous. He's going to hurt himself. I don't... He's he's a little guy. So, anyway, yeah. He became kind of connected. And uh, he asks about you, I think, whatever he does. Occasionally. (laughs) Usually, after... Basically, this is my life. Once or twice a year, Keith Fukumoto jumps out of an airplane. (laughs) Then he sends me a video or a Facebook message or an email saying, Hey! Hey, what's going on? How are things? You're still crazy, afraid of stuff? Jumped out of a plane again. How's that Mike White guy or the other me or whatever? Anyway, talk to you later. Tell me a story. Oops. And, and that's it. <laughs> and I usually tell him a story and tell him what Mike is up to. <laughs> that's a video text as he was fog plummeting towards the earth. <laughs> P.S. I forgot to pull the para. <laughs> yeah, right now. Don't be afraid for me. <laughs> but I am. I wish you'd stop jumping out of a plane. Whenever I actually, whenever I think about it, I'm like, oh, geez, I haven't, I didn't look for him on Facebook. I haven't checked to see if Keith is alive this week. (laughs) Uh, But that's my gift and my curse. Make sure Keith Fukumoto is alive. (laughs) Everybody on Facebook. Look out. I feel like we should have more questions for Mike or something that we should, there's something. I got more, more revelations because, because I listen to the show so infrequently, I listen to one. Where you guys were naked in the pool. <laughs> so Mike thought that we had the microphones fully in the pool and we were floating or sinking in the pool. I don't know if you want to like dispel the mythology. I thought it was. I thought we explained that we were by the and pool. you were actually naked. Yeah, it was we like, were, oh, yeah. they were just kids. Are you? Yeah, we got out. <laughs> of, we got out of the pool. Uh, we were next to the pool in the the covered area. There was, you know, there used to be a big tent and stuff up there too. It's not as open as as it looked. So it's like, yeah, just get dried off, and technically, maybe there were some towels, but for the most part, yeah, that episode was uh, Curtis nude anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it seemed like listening to the show. Yeah. I thought you were both like, yeah, just like fully naked, hot tub styles, like in the oh pool with like the microphones just beside you. It's like, oh, nice day. <laughs> if, if it was more feasible, probably. The, the water noise would probably get a little too... Yeah, it would be pretty quiet, I guess. Yeah. Next year, we'll we'll try and pull an in-water thing off. So, yeah, really shore up the, the, the microphone stands, make sure nothing's going to fall in. But it's like while, while, you're, while your ears were feasting on the delicious audio candy, <laughs> members of the podcast speaking to you were naked. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Yeah. It's true. It's not just your imagination. Yeah. I'm sure most podcasts, any of those, well, I know the, there's a lot of podcasts that people record in bed. Like, um, I can't remember. Uh, it's just like the, probably, they probably still set up. I forget who it is now, but there's, there's a guy he does. It's just like himself, like his whatever rant of the day. I think it's still like probably an hour or half hour long, but he said, I don't think he's, they're like, oh, so you get up, you go here. He's like, what? Get up from where? Like, you know, in the morning, and then, you know, when you make notes, he's like, no. Uh, actually, I think it was Bill Burr. I think this is my Bill Burr impression. Is that his name? Uh, no, sometimes. You know what? I realized I, uh, it's not a good impression of him. 
It's like I just I know I don't get I don't get out of bed anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I just get up and I got the gear right there. I just bring it in. I just lay in bed and I record. Sometimes my wife is still right. I, th- I think he has a wife. I think his wife is sometimes still just laying there sleeping. Or sometimes she'll just leave or whatever. But he's like, yeah. He's like, why not? Well, I do most of my writing in bed. The bed is where I get everything done. Which is like, when I do my best writing is in bed too. But if I brought gear in there, nothing would get done. Like it's, like even when I, I type a lot of stuff on my phone, and the best way is yeah, either come on and lay down in, on the... Uh, living room couch or in the bedroom because it's like well there's no chance of me checking my email or doing anything i can just just have an idea and keep going with it and uh you type on your phone yeah whoa yeah, it's got a little fold out keyboard that's oh, why i don't want to upgrade it to a phone that works better because it's like a, a little magic typewriter but looking at your computer i'm like oh man that looks like a little magic typewriter <laughs> so uh so nice and compact but oh man again Millions of podcast dollars. Millions of more podcast dollars. And then we can buy all the computers we need in any varying size, depending on the situation necessary. You guys are just whip- whipping through my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two hours later. Yeah. We have, okay, what, what should we go for next? I guess we have four left, which is, do you want to make a submission to the Dog Whisperer show? Uh, you were telling me about some show <laughs> called yeah. The Cat Whisperer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talk about The Dog Whisperer and The Cat Whisperer on the show <laughs> a bit. But uh, yeah, we just told Mike about The Cat Whisperer for the first time. and yeah, Or The Cat Whisperer, but it's called My Cat from Hell. And that's on Animal Planet. And uh, it's a guy. Oh, yeah. His name is uh, Jackson Galaxy. We didn't tell you that part. Oh, wow. So this guy, Jackson <laughs> Galaxy, he plays music at he night. He looks like that. And he looks like a Jackson Galaxy. He's a whatever solo-ish rock star maybe his little band what do they call the um, um, metal what soft, like, soft um, metal rock and medium like core a, rockabilly uh, rockabilly yeah. Uh, yeah he looks pretty rockabilly <laughs> and yeah he's you, you know got Jackson. some chains and galaxy galaxy I was thinking rocket ship yeah. <laughs> yes. so Jackie Rocket, Rocket Chip shows up at these people's places like we talked about a bunch of them on the show have we seen any others that were insane but I don't know. This one lady, she had two dogs besi- besides the cat, and she had like feed, fed them from bottles, had them dressed up, put wow. them in baby was carriages. Like, oh, so probably part of the problem, like, or do you guys have like babies? Because there was like a baby crib, a baby chair, two like two fucking yeah. baby clothes. Yeah, like, <laughs> baby it, clothes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, uh, he's like, oh, if, if this cat, diapers, if this cat is so uh, um, agitated, baby, we want to make sure it doesn't hurt the baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's all of this all about? Like, was there a baby? Was there a baby? <laughs> so weird. Was there and they're a like, baby? no, <laughs> the dogs. They would fucking take them around the strollers, yeah. not with them walking. Yeah, away. the dogs didn't go for walks on their own. Feed them with like little spoons, like in these high chairs and shit. Yeah. And the cat whisper? The, no, 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 this, this woman. The woman who had, he went she in to fix the cat. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Like, these cats keep picking on my dogs. And he's like, well, your, your like... dogs are just cat toys. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't walk, they don't do anything. They're basically just dressed up little frilly things waiting to be murdered by anything. And so the cat's <laughs> obliging them and trying to murder them. Uh, so she was in tears, like, but it was like her daughter's cat, all this nonsense. And that guy, he came in to fix them, just like the dog whisperer, he fixes all the cats. So, you know, they're all. He's like, guess who let them walk? 
Like he neuters them? Or uh, no, no, <laughs> like just well, basically fixes the people, like teaches the people how to behave around animals and not be maniacs. And like, like this woman, like teaching her not to be a maniac, basically, like you can't do this. So she had to teach this lady to treat her dogs like dogs so her cat would trop, stop trying to eat the dogs. And, and it worked, and everyone was happy, and the dogs stopped wearing diapers, and they started eating <laughs> out of dog dishes. And Were they trying to have a baby and trying to see if, like, the cats would turn on? Like, no, the... she was a sad, lonely woman whose husband must have left her years ago or died. Her daughter grew up, never left home, and they both lived together, becoming the sad, saddest old ladies together that never had real friends or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was more depressing than uplifting, but that's most of these cat shows are. Most oh. of them just so a bunch of people that hate each other, um, trying to use animals to break themselves up, and mostly that. Mostly that's what it's about. <laughs> uh, where the dog whisper is usually, "Hey, I tried to rescue this dog, and now I'm going to die," <laughs> or it's annoying. But uh, I forget what I already forget what our dog whisper. Uh, well, there's a dog down the street. Oh that yes, that's what it was. Tara, Tara wants to. <laughs> well, I I want uh, what I was thinking would be great is, uh, well, we, you know, we do watch the dog whisper and they do they show the the inner workings of the office, how they get all the tapes and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wonder if like they would never do an episode. It'd be great if they showed the people who wrote in or sent in the tapes trying to like plead. So it's like you yeah, gotta like fix Caesar, this like, hey Caesar. Get them, get them, Caesar. Look at how they're raising their dog. You go in there and you get them and you show them. Oh, you like got it. I, send I think it. for sure that yeah, people must treat Caesar like a, a dog officer, a dog police, uh, who will also just train people to be better. So I should call Caesar on that dog. Yeah. So I doubt that's a service that he offers, but I think that would be fun. Also, I, I don't think he travels too far outside of the Hollywood area. Every time I've passed, oh, it hasn't. Today. Tie okay, up your dogs. Don't let it play in the street. It just makes sense. Same with Caesar your children. Should, Caesar should talk to the owners. Yeah, I don't know why. He's, he's <laughs> Not whisper to the dogs. Like whisper to the owners. <laughs> don't let it play in the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come to this estate and uh, <laughs> no street. That's simple. All right, goodbye. Be responsible <laughs> <laughs> That's really what he's saying to most people. Hey, hey, listen, everybody. Have you ever told your Zach Galifianakis inspiration story on, on the air? Which was? Was it you who was telling me? Somebody was telling me about, like, Zach Galifianakis is his new hero <laughs> because he, like, walked out of an audition. Oh, no. Because, this like, was, somebody was like... It was, I told you about this. It was Zach Galifianakis' story about his hero. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis' hero. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tells the story uh, on a bunch of podcasts, or on a podcast, where... Uh, he was waiting to do an audition for a commercial, and Todd Glass came in, another comedian, and everybody, you have to go in, they take your picture, they put it up on a board with your information and stuff, and they're like, all right, you know, Todd Glass, like, you know, you go first or next or something, and they're all, like, kind of standing around, they can all see each other auditioning, I guess, and the director guy was like, all right, come on over here, and I don't remember exactly, but whatever it is, like, say there's a stool and, like, a bottle of water, like, you take the bottle of water, you look at it, and you're like, hmm, this is delicious, or whatever. 
And uh, and Todd Glass goes, you know what? You seem like you're doing. <laughs> you seem like you're perfect for this. You're doing a great <laughs> job. You should do it. And he turns and leaves. Like I don't need this bullshit. This is stupid. Well, because he was doing his audition, and they were, they were telling, him, "Can you try it again this way? Can yeah, you try it again yeah, do doing this." this. He's like, "Can you do it?" He's like, "You know, what? yeah, you're doing it. You're doing a great job." And and he decided basically then and there, like, because he's told the same story. Like, I don't need this shit. Like, I don't want to do this. I never came to Hollywood. I came here to be a comedian. I don't want to be in these commercials. Everybody's just doing the commercials, and I feel like I'm supposed to. I don't want to do this. So he just leaves. And then Zach Galifianakis has the same story where he was there, but he doesn't know it's inside Todd Glass's head of him giving up on being a commercial. <laughs> and he's like, Todd Glass comes in and he just says, whatever, like, I don't need these notes. Like, yeah, you take, you do it. You take the job. I'm out of here. And he walks out and Zach Galifianakis turns and he takes Todd's picture off the wall and keeps it and remembers this guy is my hero and then he doesn't do commercials or whatever anymore and becomes the great Zach Galifianakis. So he was like next in line and saw this guy audition. much. And just like one of those cattle calls they call it and he's like and we're all just there for the same thing just be the guy who drinks the beer or the water or whatever and he's like I don't want to be like these people just like this guy. So he was Can like, you look more refreshed yeah. than you're looking <laughs> now? And when I heard that, I was like, that is the greatest story I've ever heard of, like, whatever, just, you know, realizing that you're just doing something because you think you're supposed to, and there's so many people out there. Like, that's the, like, when I go to McDonald's ever, or a restaurant like that. Or or teaching. Or teaching, (laughs) yeah. And there's a teacher, and they're just like, hey, this would be the best day (laughs) to just go. I don't even want to do it. You know what? You look like a guy who could make his own burgers. I'm out of here. And I'll say, I can make my own burgers. And I'll go home and make my own burgers. And you go make yours. And you go be something. Like that. Being that guy. I would love to be told that at a restaurant. Just ordering burgers. And you're like, can you just get my burgers? Can I have a cheeseburger for fruit sakes? No, but in that situation, wouldn't you be like the guys giving the revision? You know, like, you go and you order a cheeseburger, and it's like, yeah, but don't put this on it, but don't put this on it. It's like, hey, you look like you know a thing or two about burgers. You go in the back and I would, do it. All right, actually, I'm out of here. If I had that job, I would be the passive-aggressively saying that as a joke every time I serve somebody. Yeah, can I get that with no onions? Oh, yeah, you know who makes no onions? Wendy's, anyway. So just take your order, Mr. Coming no, to the Right Place. you have that job, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> Uh, I'm not that kind of person, though. I can't get bodily. Maybe eventually, yes. Eventually, I'll become that person. But for the first little while, I'll be breathless. (laughs) Under my breast, milky guy. Don't be nice to your servers. Always. That movie, Waiting or whatever, with Ryan Reynolds, that shit is true. I can't can't even watch that. Waiting? Yeah. They're all waiters, and everyone's a terrible customer, so everybody gets spit. Jizz them in their burgers. Ew. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Turd flakes. Earwax. That's a show? It's a movie it from a while oh. ago. I don't know much about it because I never watched it, but whatever's in it is true. Yeah, all the commercials showed all those parts. I'm sure most of the movie is, hey guys, we gotta shape up and save this awesome. restaurant. But most of it seems like, hey guys, let's spit on things and give it to people to eat. And let's put boogers <laughs> in it and then make a movie. People will love it because Jackass makes a million dollars. How many people saw it? Nobody. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. I think you're wonderful, but most of you, most of the things you do are terrible. <laughs> you're, re- you're really funny. You like Ryan Reynolds? 
Uh, I like the old Ryan Reynolds. We went, we went on a whole kick. We actually, we never did the episode, but we always meant to do an episode all about two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. So we sat down, <laughs> we watched every episode ever, and it's, it's still, it's the greatest show. I remember it as like, this, like really? I was like, I remember that show being so awesome, but it must be so bad. And then, uh, you know, we got cable TV again, and there was a comedy channel, and it, for a while was playing two guys a girl in a pizza place all the time never caught it but we catch a minute of it here and there like the end bit and i'm just like ah, that seemed like it was really funny nah this show can't like i must <laughs> just like way before it's time or something yeah and then one day it was yeah, on like marathon really style and we just kept turning it on and every time we kept coming back i'm just like okay every time i put it on i've been like this part is really funny <laughs> maybe this show was funny and then we watched the whole thing and i'm just like uh, I think, I still think it was fantastic. I mean, uh, in all honesty, most of the stuff, and I hate to be the old guy, everything's copied, but all the shows everybody loves today, all the same jokes that were in this <laughs> show, so it's still the same writers or other kids or whatever. They're all just regurgitating the same shows anyway. So it's like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is all the best jokes in original format. I love this. <laughs> this is fantastic. Maybe, uh, they, maybe like the writers or like the producers... Just like looked at the numbers, like, well, only like a million people saw it. That means how many people in America? Three hundred million. That means like two hundred ninety-nine million yeah. people didn't see it. So I think there you go. Search and replace. I mean, and especially like a lot of it's you know just the same like Simpsons humor and stuff like that. There were a bunch of episodes that you know I'm sure were completely terrible and a lot of stuff that was boring. But there was like all the people again too. It was like all your favorite people showed up as characters. For entire seasons, because it's an old TV show, people like Ryan Reynolds are are there every episode, and uh, people who are I, famous I, now, yeah, like people who are all famous mm-hmm. and awesome now, were just like, oh, uh, like the guy who I think he's on Bones or one of those shows. He was like one of the main characters on that. It's like, it's so crazy. Like yeah, I get to, or yeah, Castle. That's who it was, um, and what whatever it is, like some, some of these other people would show up. He had some other guest stars or whatever uh i feel like george takei was on it all the time but maybe not anyway yeah if he wants to be on it i'm sure he could be but uh yeah so i think i still i just like ryan reynolds because of those days and not the movies because i honestly don't think i really watched a lot of them um and when we do i don't think i pay attention like one of the adam pool actually uh your favorite uh fan he he get got after the guy me. who knows both Canadians. <laughs> he he went after uh, he went after Milo on Twitter saying, "Hey, hey, could you tell your owners to like just not fall asleep through every movie that they watch?" And I'm like, "All right, listen, I, we always say like I don't know, I fell asleep, yeah, but it's like, like that's just my go-to. Like half the time it is like at the end of the day, late at night, we'll throw in a movie, and it's like I have no intention of staying awake through this movie at all. It's just like this is the sound that I'm falling asleep to." I'm fine with this. We'll just have a lot of things to say about shitty. Yeah, but it's like all we all like because you've never seen the ending. <laughs> yeah, again, like most stories in the like, news what's that the I talk about. What's the big deal with M Night Shyamalan? A lot. It's like these yeah. movies are boring. I never even got to the end. It's like ever happens. It's always regular. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, but it's like yeah, it's like we can still just talk about the premise because that's usually what I'm interested. In. The the whole fact the movie itself is usually like what I wrote for the thing. It was like well, sometimes movies are just big long repetitive lullabies i'm sorry a lot of them are just boring and it's like yeah two minutes in you can tell what's going to happen every second so i have no choice but to fall asleep 
But if I fall asleep, I also mean sometimes I just we just get up and walk away from a movie <laughs> and do anything else. Like we'll start drawing or uh, watch something on the computer, read something, <laughs> like record a podcast. We literally like sometimes we will start watching a movie, record a show, go back, finish the movie. Like we will do stuff like that, but it's just easier to go. I fell asleep because I've been trained to do that by Tara. Uh, because when whenever we're doing something. That's well. That was her go-to, and it became both of our go-to of just pretend you're asleep. When anything's going wrong, Tara just suddenly closes and then opens her eyes and goes, "What? What's going on? You just woke up. What's, what are you talking about?" I don't know. I'm just like, "What? Did you put out the garbage? I don't. Well, maybe you should do it. I don't know. What? Is the garbage out? Did somebody put the garbage out? I was asleep and had a dream. I remember that. Somebody should do that." Like, all right, cool. I'll just put the garbage out. But it's never, you know, like in a malicious way. Uh, like some people trying to actually get out of something. That's just the reference. Uh, I was picturing just like being stopped by the cops. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, hello, yeah, officer. That, that's, that's a better example of how she uses it. Yeah, as if I am the cops. But then I, you know, and I use it too. So oh, then, but then I've noticed that throughout life when people need an explanation as to, hey, what do you mean you didn't watch that movie or you didn't do this thing? Like, it's like I don't know. It was boring. I fell asleep. That you brought home. I was like, yeah. What? Oh. Check every once in a while. I've just been recording for an hour to make sure it's recording <laughs> anything at all. Oh my jeez. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> we're all leaving. Yeah. So I'm just gonna sit here in the living room. The crazy part is like I'm sure everybody can still hear you guys over there playing today. Whatever the next note Mike has. That was it. That was it. Oh my god. All right. And then there was just Dear Internet's Origins, but Dear, I'm sure everyone's heard of those. Yeah, we talked about that. The well, the Curtis and Tara show origins are just the Dear Internet Origins based on Hey, talking to Mike and Ben on Skype is a giant pain in the ass because half the oh time god, this show never records. <laughs> so yeah. And then uh yeah. I know, so a few times we recorded with you, and then it just became easier to go, let's just record it without the other guys and <laughs> Skype and the internet. Cause I so you're, you're here. Yeah. And we spent like you know two hours setting up, right? It's like testing the audio levels, you know, across continent in via satellite. Well, thing is, like, as soon as you start talking, the levels just go out of whack anyway, yeah. and then, yes, or Skype or iChat, whatever we would use, would always just crap out halfway through, and then Mike would be sitting there like nodding for the longest time, <laughs> nodding, and I'd be telling a story, nodding. Then I'd stop, like, what? What? And then Mike would shake his head, like, and then, you know, start to say, like, I can't hear you. Like, what? He's like, what? He's like, hear you. Like, well, then what's happening? Like, well, we didn't want to stop you or whatever. Like, with the thing explaining to us, you know, I can hear them or whatever it is. Or it was still recording your microphone. Yeah. Right? Or, yeah, like, ben, ben just dropped out. Or, yeah, but I don't know. Half the time you just can't tell if something freezes. It's just insane. So, yeah, it was just like. Yeah, it just felt like a giant pain in the ass. And Tara was willing to record things. I was like, well, that was pretty fun. You want to just record something for fun? Mm. I was like, hey, maybe we can talk to each other again. Stop hating each other. And that's that's when, Tara, that's when we got back together. Yeah, we were broken up. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was really nervous for the show, I guess. Because it's like, 
I don't know, just like seeing all the audio equipment. It's like, oh, we're going to record a show. And I don't know. I just <laughs> well, <laughs> got so like cold feet. And, then, and like Tara, Tara was like, you know, it's like, oh, just bring back memories. And it's like, you know, but when you used to do a show, mm. and I was like, not really. It was all Curtis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm nervous about. <laughs> like, I just sat there and be like, Curtis. <laughs> uh, yeah, Michael just basically like, say, what happened yesterday? And I tell him a story. And then he was like, Let's record it so I can listen to it again later. <laughs> I was just like, just tell me that thing you were talking about before. What? That was nothing. That was the TV no, no, show. Tell, tell him the story about, you know, my like when the chick was pregnant and the guy sat on the couch and it was like all wavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's a like, TV what are you show, talking Mike? about? That's a TV that was, show. My name is Earl. Yeah. And you told it horribly. I was like, see, Curtis should tell the story. <laughs> yeah. Because years later, when I actually watched that show, I just, like felt like I'd seen it before. Because <laughs> Curtis would just come in like every day. He's like, "Oh, it's so funny. How my name is Earl. This happened. That." <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, it's just so crazy. Summarizing his evening of <laughs> TV watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually, we talked about that last week too. Oh my God! Yeah, here's you got to bring things. me up to speed on my Curtis and Tara show. I haven't been able to listen mm. right at work and. No, like it's it's yeah it's well you're I miss the, the Blair Witch Project. You're show. more or less up to speed because I mean usually if I send you an email or talk to you everything that we talk about I just talk about again or I'm just telling you what I talked to Tara about again. <laughs> just like hey, here's some funny things that I thought I said funny yesterday on the recording. <laughs> you didn't listen to it, so it's still new to you. And uh, yeah, just pull one of those. But uh, update from Halloween last episode we were guarding the house from fires. And uh, and Halloweeners, we got you know one Blair Witch came and left us left us a pile of chips, and two kids came for some candy. Uh, the rest of the candy uh, Mike is having now, and the rest uh, I ate and feel bad about. So I was telling some people from around here, like, yeah, well, you know, we got a little trick or treater, and then we really, you know, he's like, oh, you got to get the next year, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll put some, you know, ice cold water and balloons and. Throw it at them or something. Uh, uh, yeah, like, no, what are you talking about? You fucking shoot them. <laughs> your gun. What? I felt that he might have been leaning towards something pellet gunny. Uh, and I was going kind of juvenile with the water balloons. But uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, that wasn't too bad. It's like, no Considering they set fire to the town. Yeah. Like, at least, uh, at least there weren't any fires. And he was like, what? Oh, no. So there were fires. Like, you didn't what? see the fires? Yeah, like, you didn't know. What? He's like, yeah, buddy of mine, he was coming through there, and he had to go around the whole other way, because the, the, not this this bridge here, but the second bridge, uh, there was, they fully blocked that off, like, completely barricaded the bridge off with a big That's fire. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, oh. and I think he said there were some other places, too, where, yeah, they, whoever they are, the kids, the youths around here, um, build bonfire road barricades and uh, we weren't lying we weren't being I wasn't being a nuts I'm not I'm not scared for no reason like everybody thinks I am Keith Fukumoto I'm scared for reasons when you jump out of airplanes there's a reason to be afraid and when you move to a town full of bona fide super Christians know that they are going to want to put up flaming roadblocks to keep out Satan I guess yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's like the murder capital of the Every once in a while, terror reminds me of the murder capital of New Brunswick. And I keep forgetting. But, like, what are those percentages, though? I mean, it's like 100. How, how many murders does that compare? 100%. Everyone dies here of murder <laughs> and nothing else. Well, it's like yeah, if you have one and, and there are no murders elsewhere in the province. 
Uh, yeah, we had a couple serial killers here in the day. So those guys, they, they bump up the per capita on those kind of bell curves. Average, like per year? Uh, historically? Like the only yeah. one in the so there was one, and you're the highest in the province. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Like, well, I guess that's still pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. to one guy. A lot of those might have been the dead babies. A lot of people are murdering supposedly babies. Or whatever, giving up their babies in snow piles oh, during the winter. Yeah, Every winter, somebody's finding a new, really? new baby in a snow pile. So that's one of our hot topics in the winter news. Uh, summer news. Fabled Miramichi. Ooh, I wonder if they're they just ocean babies. Kind of no, Don't worry about the ocean. Okay. The show turned morbid. Yeah, show, <laughs> towards <laughs> the end, it always gets a little bit morbid. <laughs> anyway, this show is dedicated to Jawalrus, of course. Uh, hopefully. Beautiful. We just saw a deer. A deer. Yeah, we, we tried. I, every Be time I carrot. promise somebody who comes into the house. Whenever people come, I say deer are coming. They always show up, and they never do until 10 minutes after that person leaves. <laughs> every single time, I'm like, okay, seriously, here they are. I saw it, though. Yeah, they stared at me through the window. Mike made eye contact, looked into his soul, and now he's a better person. <laughs> now he has a spirit guide. And the deer crazy. just jumped off a cliff. He's like, oh, I saw them disguise. Adios. The darkness that, that side of him. He's dark traveler. Deer. That's, how, that's how Mark Mike hunts. <laughs> that's how I get them. Lock eyes, turn to their soul, give them a piece of me. <laughs> is, that, is that your deer hunting gun? You got a bow and arrow? Not today, boys. You leave them behind. You're with Mike White. I'm so dead inside that so I can kill the, the preciousness of a deer just with my eyes. And, you know, the death inside me. Anyway, let's go have a good time. Oh, good man. night. Thank you. Thank you, and have a excellent Safe Halloween. <laughs> Mike's gonna go traveling through the uh, the wilderness to go uh, have. No, he's not. Edit. <laughs> Mike's gonna leave and have an adventure, and everything's wonderful, and we don't know any of his secret plans. Uh, he doesn't have a secret base or a mountain uh, dwelling. He doesn't wear a costume, and he uh, he's definitely not Korean. Wink. Uh, this has been 100 and something of the Curse and Terror show, getting close to 200 episodes. If we count the count the deer internets, there we've got up to 40 some episodes of deer internets, I think. No, I can't count that as a Curse and Terror show. But you got to keep its milestone. Like, but me give it its credit. That's a, that's over 200 episodes for me. Yeah. And why? What? Why are you gonna give me that? That's a lot of because it's just a big number to think about for me. I did other things. You did other things. Yes. Just podcast-wise, it's a lot. It's scary to actually really hit the number for real. You're going to have to do something big. I don't know what we can do bigger than having Mike White physically be in our living room. This should be the 200th episode. Oh, shoot. I was too early. I jumped the gun. Uh, so we will replay this episode. episode we can chop this up into like nine episodes. Hey! It's be, <laughs> episode two. Uh, well, the first half of the show was an hour. So, I don't know oh, how long this It was 50 yeah. some minutes, so yeah. I think this, this is definitely going to be two episodes anyway. Yeah, this one's 50. Yeah. So, other than the time when you guys went to the fridge, that I'll be editing out. Um, <laughs> yeah, you waited for the best. 
Remember that time? Remember when we were all like, let's go to the fridge? And you were all like, no. I didn't, I don't need anything from the fridge. I want yeah, to sit. Like, so yeah, well, maybe, maybe I wanted to sit here with a nerdy Hudson poster and read the many different names that he's written down. And gaze into the gay saying that he wrote onto it. Oh, what a scary photo as well of him <laughs> to be giving out and signing. I, I, I picked it. He, he had multiple to he choose multiple. from. But I mean, just to have this as an option, like I have this one where I look like I might have just or I'm about to murder somebody. I'm Ernie Hudson. I'll kill you. That's he, what this he's a great white say. hunter. <laughs> I guess that's true. It does, it does fit, but he looks, I don't know. He looks extra murdery instead of huntery in this. I think he looks like murder. He looks like, bitch, I don't trust you. As far as I can throw you, you're here to steal some diamonds or steal some monkeys. Either way, I'm going to kill you if I don't get killed in a minute. And then he does. Spoiler. Spoileralert.com. Congo. I uh, just don't want it to end. Yeah, we should have did some skits. We had Mike skits that we were going to plan to do. It's oh, skits. really? Get in, get in the office, Pete. It's time for a performance review. Get in here. Get him into your, this sunny California office. What? Get him in here. It's time to talk to him. It's time to talk to Pete. Okay. All right? Hey. Hey, everything's fine, Pete. Calm down. Just calm down. Just sit down and just stay calm, all right? We just need to talk to you about your performance. There's nothing. We don't have anything bad to say. Just stay calm. Just calm down. All right? Just calm down. Calm. Is everything okay? I'm not Pete. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, maybe we made a mistake, Mister Mister Peterson. Oh, Mike. Oh, okay. Step one, Mike. Good to see you. We're glad to have you here at the company. I, I thought this was my my annual performance review. This is your annual. Listen, you're doing a great job. We have a lot of people here. Uh, oh, I don't want to get too. All right, listen. I'm review you first. Let me just tell you this: you're lucky you're not Pete. All right. Pete's performance was going to be bad. I hope you're not friends with Pete. Let me just put this in the garbage because Pete's getting fired. Are you okay, Mike? You can't tell me that. All right, just calm down, Mike. That's a, isn't that an HR violation? It probably is. We probably, listen, we're just trying to be friendly, Mike. We're trying to be your friend. We don't want any fights here. We don't want any trouble. Is everything oh God, cool? Look at him. Look at him. I am looking at him. I can't look away. All right? Okay. Mike, you're doing a great job here. We hear nothing but great stuff about you. I honestly don't know much about you personally. But your supervisors, your employees underneath you, all the workers here, they say uh, you're, you're a good person. But if you could calm down, listen, I'm not trying to say bad things here, all right? Uh, thank you. Why are you looking at me? You don't need to be angry, okay? Everything's fine. You're doing a great job. Everyone says you're doing a great job. They just said they're your little... They're, Grief. They're, they're a little unnerved by you, though. So, so, so do I get perfect? People on feel my, a little stand on my revision? You, yeah. get, you get a perfect with a note, all right? You're a perfect with a note, which is not a bad thing, but so like if a, you could just a, relax for a, a minute. A plus? A minus? We don't grade that It's not like that. It's not like a school. We're, we're all adults here. We're just saying we're, we're, your work yes. is great. You're getting it done in a, in a great amount of time. All right, just Everybody's happy. You're saying you're saying great, great a lot. It's making me nervous. He's got me on edge. He's got me on edge. Dude, you're you're getting me on edge. I know. If you could just stop. Oh, listen. Okay, let's. Okay, like listen. Okay, we need everything needs to just simmer down. We need to lay something on the line here, man. All right. Everybody just needs to calm down. Everyone. All right. Mike, 
You, you see. seem a little bit calmer oh, now, but yeah. honestly, you, well, yeah. This is, it's a non-smoking building, that's okay. Yep. That's okay, but you just smoke. Mm-hmm. Whatever, that, whatever calms calm you down, down whatever, whatever keeps your hands down. busy. Honestly. I'm calm. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, you, so you're, yeah, I was totally okay, now calm. now we're all calm. Uh-huh. Now I think we could talk about Things. your performance. People have problems with you, Mike. They, they think that you're about to kill them all the time. All right, that's up there. I feel like you're about to kill me. I just said, don't kill me. All right, I'm not gonna fire you. Our main problem is we've only hired people based on their portfolios. <laughs> Sorry, um, he moved around. All right. Okay. okay, I'm just gonna go over here. You see, like I'm sitting here. We you seem really, like a pleasant person, but you also kind of seem really like. Get you in for the interview. Yeah. That you know, regular businesses might do. Mm-hmm. Hired I, off the street, as it were, I, based on your credentials. You really good drawer. Mm-hmm. You do great work. I'm a drawer. Uh, you do really do great, good drawings. Right. I, I got drawers. Make pictures. Oh, my. Making pictures and cartoons. Animation. Is it because my underwear Animation. is showing? How do you say is that again? No, your underwear is fine. My, you my drawers. To, you don't need to get angry. My drawers are. Just calm down. Yeah. We have to tell you that we get many complaints. Mm-hmm. Maybe like we're uh, I I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe the longer I sit here with you, and maybe it's just your face. Maybe you just have one of those faces. Because you seem like you're, do you honestly, do you not feel like murdering me right now? What is your feeling? Uh, you keep saying, like you said you're calm and you're happy. You, you, you're smiling, but I also, like I want, you know, I, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable watching horror movies, but I see the horror movies, you know, you know, the uh, Candyman and then Michael Myers and uh, Freddy Krueger. Is it, is it the mask seen. that I wear around the office? Uh, the the that, hockey mask and chainsaw? Honestly, the around. hockey That's mask. part of it. It, it doesn't help. Sometimes when you wear it skew to the side in that, that one way, it's it's funny and people like that and they, they seem to be okay. Again, I think it's mostly because it obscures. I was just trying to, trying to you know, get, get to know, get on the ground yeah, level with the guys I, and I kind of buddy around. You know? I don't know. If, like, have uh, you ever turned, heard everyone, the term of crazy eyes? It's like crazy eyes. Crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. Oh. We think you might have a case Definitely. of the crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Yeah. Like but how can, good person, how can but they see eyes... through the, the hockey mask? The... Yeah, well, yeah. That's still, the that's the one the thing you can see through the hockey mask is, is the eyes, so that makes it extra scary. When somebody's got crazy eyes and a crazy hockey mask, yeah. that's why that's why Karen had her baby early, right? We didn't, we lied to you. It wasn't a premature because of all of her drinking. And she, you literally scared that shit baby out of her, all right? She that pooped it out. It wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. And Mainly it was you yeah, scaring the that shit. That baby is very sick now, and it's going to live, but it's going to have a terrible life. It's going to be very so sad. Anything, that, what are you willing to do mm-hmm. about your crazy eyes? Like, Yeah, there's got to be something. What if I do this? <laughs> that, that honestly made it so much worse. Uh, that's, I don't even, like... How about... I feel like a shadow has just been cast over like my insides. I think it was I feel like that, my like, opened up darker. his eyes, you know, like, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, opened up, but, like, let, let me what, into something what is that, that supposed I didn't want to get into. I, I I'm thinking maybe eyes. maybe you want to close so, them a little bit more. Maybe they're too open. Is, is this, too open. Yeah. Is, is this because I'm half Asian? <laughs> no, I'm going to, like, this... I, are you are you sure that you're the I, HR department? I don't thing. want this. this yeah, racial. this is not racial at all. Underscore yeah. and bold that. Yeah, little well, asterisk under uh, the bottom yeah. of the page. But I should not open. A racial yeah, she has a this is not about Asian eyes. This is about crazy eyes. He's scaring people in 
brackets. A- Asian yeah. people aren't scary, though. No, they're not. It's we like, have many of them. Should, should uh, we rally uh, together to get some... They like, stated that in their, mm-hmm. in their complaints. Yeah, Asian worker number 15. Uh, that's what he signed the top of it. Asian worker 45. Michael White is scaring babies out of some of the workers. Uh, please talk to him. And honestly, we thought you were doing crazy stuff with the mask. You were but just also, wearing the mask. Like, well, we're, not here you know. to, we're not here to just, you know, like, we don't, we don't have to prove this to you. Mm-hmm. You do have the crazy idea. Yeah, we are still, even though we know you're not... Uh, we could go ask anybody, really. Yeah. Like, we are still so afraid that we'll we'll give you whatever you want right now. You can have your job back. Just, if you let us put a cubicle around you and you alone, we would let a lot... We'd like that. I know that... You wear sunglasses, maybe. How about that? Is, is this about the, the, the pregnancy? Sense. It's like, yeah. I mean... It's partially it's, about it. it it's, it's hard, you know, when you're gazing into a vagina like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. Like, when, when you have crazy eyes, if you just saw a baby coming out of a vagina. <laughs> Listen, I know you're, you seem to be having a good time. Maybe we were right. The crazy eyes go, you're not supposed to be looking at anybody's vagina in the office. Uh, we changed your mind, you're fired. Go murder us. <laughs> crazy oh eyes God. need not a plan. <laughs> you know what? A lovely day to visit www.curtisandtarashow.com.